Thanks for joining this nice little Monday night. Going to do some uh, ask me anything, answer some questions. Thanks for joining. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Dr. Matthew Harb. I'm an orthopedic surgeon. I do mostly hip and knee replacement operations, and I work in Washington, D.C. and Maryland. Hey, what's up? Thanks for joining. If you have any questions, just drop them in the chat. I'll go ahead and answer them. So hip and knee replacement has come a long way. We have developed better surgical techniques to be able to do more minimally invasive operations. We're taking less bone with our operations. We are cutting less muscle. And all this leads to improved surgical recovery times. And with improved surgical recovery times, you can get patients up and walking the same day. Um, even a couple hours, um, they can even be discharged from the facility a couple hours after the operation. So most patients get up, walk 30 minutes after the procedure. And so that leads to an overall quicker recovery. We use things like spinal anesthetics and uh, periarticular injections to help with pain control, better pain regimens, better intraoperative medications we give. And so all that can be really helpful as far as overall recovery during the, uh, uh, during the operation. I had the best orthopedic surgeon in Savannah. Um, that's awesome. You know, there are a lot of really good orthopedic surgeons. I'm, a, I'm assuming Georgia. Hey, what does it mean when your knee is still kind of swelling and it's been four months since my hip? Um, it's hard to say. I would probably get an x-ray of your knee, see if there's any arthritis there. And uh, if there is an issue, you could, depending on what it is, steroid injections can sometimes help. Do you like the idea of athletic trainers working as MAs in your clinic? Uh, athletic trainers working as MAs, it varies from state to state. Here in Washington, D.C., we actually hire MAs, so, um, you know, it depends. I think anyone can do a, do a good job, and there are some athletic trainers who are really good, so... Uh, athletic trainers are even in some states starting to assist in the operating room and assist with procedures, seeing patients in their own, in their, uh, or having office hours or, um, and even treating patients like having their own clinic. So it varies from state to state. In DC though, we don't, uh, currently I'm not using athletic trainers in private practice. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, athletic trainers work in a lot of orthopedic offices. It's, uh, becoming more and more common. I think the whole thing is, you know, we need more access to healthcare, And so athletic cha uh, trainers are a, another way to provide that. So uh, if you're and even sometimes athletic trainers go for more training and more specialization. And so they can be really helpful. Hiring PAs. Yeah. So I work with a physician assist. Uh, well, I guess it's physician associate now. Um, so I have one in all of my operations. CRNAs, it's the same kind of thing. It's a kind of ancillary, secondary provider. Uh, we use CRNAs at our surgery center. They work very well, and they do a, they do a good overall job of, of uh, doing what they need to. Is a bipartite patella that requires surgery rare? I would say it is a little more rare to have that. Um, most of the time, bipartite patellas are not requiring surgery. If it does require surgery, that means you would have to take out that extra piece um, of the patella. Best treatment for a groin or hamstring injury, it's usually rest, 
um, icing it and then giving it a short period of uh, kind of a couple days to rest. And then once you're a little further along, can get you into physical therapy. I broke my back and it healed naturally a few months later. It's very common to have vertebral fractures, especially like compression fractures or things like that. They tend to heal up on their own without any issues. What type of procedures do you prefer performing? I do a lot of hip and knee replacements. Um, they're my favorite operations to perform overall. How painful will lumbar fusion hardware removal be? It depends if you have a non-union um, and why are they taking it out? It's never fun or enjoyable to take hardware out. Hey, love your videos. Surgery director here. You seem like a totally cool surgeon to work with. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Um, you know, I want my staff and everyone to be comfortable around me. So, um, you know, hopefully all the people who work around me feel the same way. Do I use computer guidance for replacements? Uh, sometimes I will. Um, for my hip replacements, I use a uh, computer guided uh, fluoroscopy. Um, and sometimes I'll use things called navigation or GPS, which uh, is a tracker on the bone and that can help to uh, guide the operation. Thoughts on IT band release surgery? We're not doing a lot of uh, IT band release operations. It's very rare to need that procedure. Um, I have never had to perform one. There's other things you can do like injections or massage, activity modification. Any known issues with knee after hip replacement? Um, not usually. You can have hip referred pain to the knee, so you could tear a meniscus or something like that. MRIs can always uh, fix that. Twenty-five-year-old uh, daughter about to have calf lengthening surgery. Thoughts? Um, you know, if she's walking on the toes, then it could be a helpful operation. Um, arthritis in the knees. I got shots and uh, no pains. Need another injection. Wait time. I usually have my patients wait about three months between in injections. IT band versus hip replacement. If you're asking about an IT band release versus a hip replacement, I would not get an IT band release. Um, you could try a bursa or an IT band injection, um, but usually the underlying cause would be arthritis of your hip, it sounds like. Got you flexa, right knee still hurts. You know, I would probably say about 30% of people get relief from a gel injection. So if the gel injection doesn't help and the cortisone doesn't help, then, you know, it may be time for an operation if you have arthritis. How can I find a good complex spine surgeon? I would probably say go to your university center. That can probably be the most helpful. 18-year-old daughter about to have a total hip. She's going to be a driver in college after thoughts. Um, you know, 18 years old, if she has a really bad hip socket, it can be a helpful procedure. It depends. If she has super bad dysplasia or has arthritis, then it can be a helpful operation. Is it possible to have the wrong size of a hip replacement? I would say very rare. Uh, I do things like I do computer templating ahead of time to make sure, and then I match that up with the size in the operating room, and I use x-rays in the operating room to make sure it's good. So I would say it's very uncommon to have a wrong sized hip replacement.
add a new replacement uh, to put a nerve, uh, they put in a nerve block. How long does that last? Usually it lasts about one to three days for the, uh, for the nerve block for a new replacement. I have numbness and tingling in my hip and upper thigh. It's usually related to nerves or the lower back. Why would a partial knee replacement uh, pressure just because it was put on a non-union? That doesn't make complete sense. Um, you know, we're not usually doing partial knee replacements if there's a fracture or anything like that. Really, for partial knee replacement, you have to have a good overall knee, except the one part of the knee is messed up. Yeah, nerve blocks work really well. I do what's called an adductor nerve block for all my new replacements. It tends to work pretty well. <clears throat> Total ankle arthroplasty, it's getting better. There's been a lot of improvements in the last couple years. Um, the treatments really for the ankle are either a fusion, meaning gluing the, gluing the ankle together. Hey, what's up? Uh, the treatments are either gluing the ankle together um, with what we call a fusion or uh, using a ankle replacement. So the ankle replacements have uh, gotten a lot better. Plantar fasciitis, how to fix, fix it. We usually do Achilles stretching or um, in some rare cases we will do plantar fascia injections. I work for an ortho-oncologist, but he also does total joint replacements as well. Very busy doc. Um, most ortho-oncologists will do joint replacements because um, a, lot of, for the, a lot of the tumor procedures, they do require uh, some type of joint replacement. And it's usually large prosthesis, meaning a very large um, reconstruction. I had... A total knee two weeks ago. How long does the intense pain last? The intense pain is usually about for two weeks. Um, it will uh, usually takes about eight to uh, eight weeks or so to make about eighty percent recovery. So you should get stronger even six months to a year. But the worst is the two weeks after the operation. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for joining. Appreciate all the support for the channel. Um, any double taps, likes, shares, those all help. Uh, We've really been growing pretty quickly these last uh, couple months, so I appreciate all the support. Can surgery be done if I have arthritis in both knees? Uh, yes, it can be done. Thank you. Appreciate it, appreciate all the roses. I have a partial torn meniscus. Can it heal on its own or will it get worse? Um, a partial meniscal, meniscal tear uh, usually will heal on its own. I would probably say about 70, 80% of the time it will heal on its own. Um, so there's a lot of conservative options. Does your social media presence help build your practice? Yes, I would say it does. There, I get a lot of referrals, a lot of telemedicine visits, a lot of people traveling for surgery. Um, definitely. Uh, you know, but the biggest part of social media, I think, is providing patient education and, um, you know, providing kind of uh, information for people who may be interested in orthopedics or have ortho or have uh, different medical conditions that um, that uh, maybe they didn't get a long visit with their doctor or need a little bit more information. How long is the downtime for knee surgery in both knees? Um, I usually do. So if you do them at the same time, we call that a. Uh, bilateral knee replacement, and I usually do one at a time. Um, you can do them staged, 
or uh, simultaneous, and I usually do them staged. So I'll try and do them four weeks, four to six weeks apart. There's a slightly higher complication rate if you do both knees at the exact same time. How do I manage my social media? Um, I haven't hired anyone to manage my social media. I really manage my social media myself. Um, you know, I am getting stretched thin on that front. Um, but you know, it's, it's, I'm pretty good tech wise. I used to like, I used to build websites and things like that. So, um, so far I'm doing okay managing my social media, but I'll probably need some assistance in the future. Um, are you nice to your staff or your scrubs? Yes. I try to be as nice as I can because they can make your life hell. Why do some people have such a hard time with swelling after total knee replacement? Everyone recovers from an operation um, differently. And so what I would say is that everyone experiences swelling a little bit differently. Expirel or cocktail? I do a cocktail combination with Expirel. So I do uh, Expirel, Bupivacaine, Tordol, and, uh, and a little bit of epinephrine. Are you a sterile crazy doc? I like I like a sterile feel. I don't know what sterile crazy means. <laughs> you know, am I over the top? And uh, I would probably say no. I'm not over the top, but I want my you know I want my field clean so there's no infections. Can arthritis and scoliosis be fixed with surgery? Yes, they can. I'm 53 and I have painful knees. I need to strengthen them. Also, if you guys don't know, so there's a lot of questions. Sometimes I don't get to them all. Um, I have a Discord channel. Uh, I'm, I'm usually in it answering questions before or after the stream. So if I don't get to any of your questions, um, it's matthewharbmd.com slash links. And uh, you can join the chat and always put your question in there. <clears throat> what causes a leg to give out? Um, multiple things can. The most common cause for a leg giving out would be muscle imbalance. That could be from nerves. That could be from ligament injuries. There's a lot that could be from pain, from arthritis. There's a lot of reasons why a um, nerve could give out or a, a knee could give out. Hey, what's up from Oklahoma? How's it going? What's the best show for a person... Uh, with a pilon fracture, I don't understand. Uh, pilon fracture is a painful injury um, of the tibia. Um, it's a it's where the tibia gets crushed like a uh, like a pestle, um, and uh, so it can be a pretty bad injury. You have to do open reduction internal fixation most of the time for that. What hip and knee do you use? I use a lot of Donjoy, Stryker, some Depew. It depends on the patient and, and the needs specifically of that patient for what I'll use. I have experience using everything, so um, those are kind of the main ones. Can a pinched nerve in the neck cause other joint pain? Yes, it can. I practice in Washington, D.C. and Maryland. I do a lot of telehealth um, visits as well. Do I do Mako? I have before. I'm not currently using it. What's good to take for arthritis in a knee that gives out? So the thing is, if a knee gives out, there's not always a medication that can help make your knee more stable. The only thing that can really make a knee more stable is um, a brace or an operation. Now, some, you can take something for pain, and uh, that can be helpful, like an anti-inflammatory. A lot of the times for my patients, I'll use a medication called Meloxicam or Celebrex. 
Um, but if it's really giving out and it's an instability issue, the only thing that will really fix that is a surgical operation. Do I perform any hemiarthroplasties? I do in older patients who break their hip, but it's more rare. I want to become an orthopedic surgeon and curious on the schooling and other stuff. So um, I would say orthopedic surgery schooling is probably one of the most challenging schoolings to go through. It's about four, um, you know, from start to finish, you're looking at about 14 years of schooling. Uh, you have to be in top of your class and really good kind of marks and, and uh, research and things like that to be able to get into orthopedics. It's very competitive. I had a left hip replacement in March, and now a right one is sore, severe osteoarthritis. How soon can I have another one? I'll, for my patients, if I'm looking at replacing another side, then I'll try and wait uh, four weeks at the minimum. Do I have a BMI target for my patients prior to surgery? My BMI target is 40. That doesn't mean that I won't replace their hip if they're larger than 40, but 40 is kind of my goal. You know, obviously less than 40 is better. Uh, Meloxicam and Celebrex, can you take that with a blood thinner? So it does have some thinning effect on the blood. Um, for my patients, I do allow them to take it. It depends what dose of blood thinner they're on. And then I usually have them check with the person who prescribed the blood thinner as well. So I would probably check with your uh, whoever prescribed you a blood thinner. <clears throat> I need antibiotics for my teeth cleaning after full... Uh, knee replacement, should I worry about tonsils? So if you're having like a big tonsil surgery or something like that, um, the antibiotics are just to prevent shedding from any bacteria in your teeth into your bloodstream, which could potentially cause an infection. And so we usually do that. I do that for about, oh, I do that for about two years after my operation. <clears throat> Thanks for the follows. Thanks for all the double taps, likes. Appreciate all the support for the stream. You guys are, uh, Excellent. <clears throat> Am I supposed to feel my screws on my ankle fusion? Uh, sometimes you can feel the head of them. It depends how uh, skinny you are there or how much uh, subcutaneous tissue you have. And, um, you know, if they start to protrude or come out, then you may need to get them removed. But if they're not painful and you can just feel them, then nothing really to do about them. Can nerve damage from diabetes be helped? Um, Controlling the diabetes can sometimes reverse it. You know, if you have really bad diabetes and you have nerve damage, it's usually permanent, but you can uh, mitigate it a little bit by uh, controlling the diabetes. And sometimes the nerves can heal if you control the diabetes. Arthritis in the entire foot, meloxicam doesn't work. So if you're have not having, uh, if you're having pain issues, you know, I would probably check with a foot and ankle doctor, see if you're a candidate for uh, fusion, because that would be the next step if conservative treatment fails and you have severe arthritis of a, of a foot. Can you explain a patella realignment and an MPFL reconstruction? So patella realignment would be uh, tacking the patella over and uh, that would help um, you usually do the MPFL reconstruction, which reconstructs the ligament to pull the kneecap over. Do I perform spinal fusions? No, I personally do not. I do mostly hip and knee replacements. Um, have I, uh, you know, in training? Yes, I've done those, but uh, I send every uh, back issue that's surgical to one of my colleagues. <clears throat> Doubt is usually a buildup of uric acid in a joint. Um, you get crystal deposition, and that causes a really bad infl inflammatory reaction. 
Hip replacement done due to metastatic cancer in the bone. Still in severe pain. I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, you know, you may be able to see a two, uh, orthopedic oncologist, see if there was extension of the tumor or maybe uh, impending fracture, things like that. You'd probably check with an orthopedic oncologist and maybe get an updated updated scans to see if there's any lesions that are missing. <clears throat> What's your top three songs in the OR? I usually let the staff pick the OR uh, music, so they're happy. Um, there are some good Spotify channels, like Mint or Mood Booster on Spotify are both really good channels. <clears throat> what helps with gout? My husband is bad and nothing helps. If it's really bad, I would see a rheumatologist. Sometimes we'll prescribe things like colchicine, steroids, indomethacin are, kind, are some treatments for gout. How perfect does do you have to be in order to be approved? Sounds like how perfect does the other parts of your knee have to be in order to be approved for a partial knee replacement? We want your other parts of the knee to be in pretty good condition if we're going to do a partial knee replacement. Um, the biggest sign for needing a revision for a partial knee replacement would be progression of arthritis, so we want to avoid that. Where am I located? I'm located in Washington, D.C. and Maryland. I do do telemedicine visits. There's a link in my bio. Um, it has a link to telemedicine, it has a link to my Discord chat, it has links to my website with great guides and info. Um, it's matthewharbmd.com slash links. Does, let's see, does platelet replacement therapy actually work? So it sounds like you're talking about PRP. There, um, there's not great literature on PRP. Some people will do it. It's very expensive. It's not something I'm prescribing for my uh, patients a lot of the time. Hey, what's up? Nice to meet you as well. Thanks for joining. Appreciate all the support. Can a patient choose the music in the operating room? Yes, the patient can choose the music in the operating room. At uh, my surgery center facility, we do have Bose noise-canceling headphones that we'll sometimes uh, give to the patient so they can choose their own music. It's connected to an iPad. Uh, appreciate the follow, uh, Sneaking Tooth. Thank you. I'm uh, trying to build the Twitch out too. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that works. Um, I don't know. You know, maybe it, it, just chatting and uh, maybe there's an audience for, for me on here. We'll see. <clears throat> what's happening here? So uh, for those of you who don't know what's happening here, I'm Dr. Matthew Harb. I'm an orthopedic surgeon. Uh, I work in Washington, D.C., Maryland. I do a lot of hip and knee replacement operations, a lot of outpatient surgery, a lot of minimally invasive procedures. <clears throat> Where do I start for my knee pain? My doctor tells me to lose weight, but it's not helping. Um, try to get to BMI 40 for every pound you lose. It takes about four pounds of pressure off the joint. And uh, if you get some pressure off the joint, uh, that can help. And, uh, you know, we're trying not to do bariatric surgery, but sometimes in worst case scenarios, we'll do bariatric surgery if you're very big. Oh, that's what you do, sneaking tooth? Um... Awesome, yeah. Uh, let me see how I can uh, shoot you an email. Here, I'll just put my email in the chat. Uh, yeah, hopefully that worked. <clears throat> yeah, I'll put my email in the chat. Definitely, that'd be super helpful. Oh, awesome. Cool, yeah, yeah. I'll respond after this. Uh... Got sepsis after a total 
Hip, never again. Um, sorry to hear that. You know, I do everything I can to try and prevent any type of infections. I give patients double antibiotics before, I give patients antibiotics after. I have them put antibiotics in their nose, wash their uh, hip. Um, you know, my question would be what type of hip replacement? Did you have a posterior hip replacement? Was the procedure extra long? Um, those are all questions. Uh, how serious is a disc replacement? Uh, or total knee replacement, it was done 13 years ago. So it sounds like maybe a meniscus replacement for a total knee, uh, or a meniscus replacement in the knee. Uh, meniscus replacements, they do have, um, depending on how they are, they have very variable longevity. I have done a lot of total knee replacements. Thanks for all the follows. I have done a lot of total knee replacements in patients who have had meniscal transplants. Um, and so uh, a lot of them do tend to wear out. What for an SI joint fixation? Um, I usually recommend against SI joint fixation unless it's like very, very severe and you've exhausted everything. Um, I've seen a lot of people with a lot of issues from SI joint surgery. Is a knee surgery painful? Uh, joint replacement operation, any type of sur uh, big operation like that is pretty painful. It usually um, gets the first two weeks are the hardest, but it usually gets better. We have a lot of tactics and, and medications and things we do to really control pain in the first couple of weeks. Opinion on EDS. So EDS is a connective tissue disorder. It uh, can be very debilitating. I see a lot of people with EDS and, um, you know, they have hip and knee problems. They have back problems. They have a lot of issues. Why all the inconsistency for antibiotic prophylaxis recommendations for dental procedures? I think because we know there's been multiple contradicting studies, meaning there's been studies saying you don't need it, which are just coming out, and studies saying, um, you know, maybe it does prevent infection. So we tend to err on the safer side with infection because an infection is so debilitating. So um, for me, I only give patients antibiotics for invasive procedures, meaning routine cleanings, I don't do them. But invasive procedures for about two years after their hip or knee replacement, I'll, I'll do antibiotics for. Yeah, you know, one of the things is if you have uh, really bad arthritis in those joints, then, you know, we call that protected weight bearing, meaning trying to offload them. Um, you know, I did, I did replace someone's hip the other day that was uh, 400 pounds, but that was a really big operation. And the guy was like 6'8", and uh, it was a, you know, he went home the same day, which was incredible. But, uh, you know, though, anytime you're a higher weight, you're at a higher risk for complications. Um, and always trying to avoid surgery can be the best, can be a better option. Why did I have to stay in the hospital for two days during bunion surgery? The surgeon dependent. Uh, most of my hip and knee replacements go home the same day. Let's see. Is volunteering at my local hospital a great way to start my journey to becoming an orthopedic surgeon? Yes, I would say volunteering at your local hospital, volunteering at your university, helping out the orthodox in the area, all that, uh, or trying to shadow some of the orthodox in the area can all be helpful. I'm afraid to get surgery now since it's only Tylenol. I would say I wouldn't go to a surgeon who only prescribes Tylenol. I don't know very, very many surgeries, uh, surgeons who are doing that. I prescribe Tylenol, Celebrex, Tramadol, and Oxycodone for most of my patients. Not all my patients take Oxycodone, but I do give them narcotics if they need it. What was my second choice to specialize in? Um, that's a good question. 
it was ortho or nothing for me. Uh, I couldn't imagine doing anything besides orthopedics. <clears throat> How bad is a knee replacement surgery when I already have pins and screws in my knee? Uh, they can come out at the same time. That's called a removal of hardware or conversion knee operation. Uh, it happens a lot. A lot of people develop what's called post-traumatic arthritis, um, which causes them a lot of issues. Why does nerve block fail sometimes? Some people metabolize different medications. Nerve blocks are done by different providers. Some providers are better or worse at doing nerve blocks. And so that could be a reason that maybe one nerve block worked and the other did, didn't. What blocks am I using for same day discharge? I'm just using an adductor block. I'm not doing like an IPAC block or a kind of fascial block for my hips. I'm just doing adductor block and periarticular block. How long does knee surgery take? It takes me probably about an hour. I did my training in University of Virginia where I did a hip and knee specialization. Is meniscal transplant life-changing from a standpoint? I'm 30 and a former athlete. Um, you know, it's hard to say what your symptoms are, you know, and why are they wanting to do a meniscal transplant? Is it just torn so bad? Um, you know, activity level also depends on that. So uh, it depends on your specific situation. How do you treat a muscle infection? Well, you can do antibiotics, and if it doesn't work with antibiotics, then you cut open the area and you go in there and wash it out. My nerve block caused a foot drop and no pain relief. That's not good. Hopefully you recovered from the foot drop. I would say um, that's probably one of the worst things that could happen. Have I ever done arthroscopy on an ankle or a broadstrom ligament repair? Uh, yeah, I did when, in my uh, training. I don't do a lot of foot and ankle surgery. I refer that over to my partner currently. Do I ever sleep? Uh, variable. Depends. On the... Now, if I have a big operative day, I try and get a lot of sleep. Um, I would say this is probably one of the latest I've been on doing one of these lives. Um, but yeah, I sleep. But I get up early too. Like if I have a 6.30 operation start time, then, you know, I'm probably up at like 5 a.m., 5 a.m., leave the house, get to the hospital, get prepared. Where did, uh, where did I get the L-spine? This is from, uh, we have a bunch of, you know, if you're in an orthopedic office, we got a bunch of models laying around. I have a bunch of models up here. I got a hip replacement. I got a partial knee replacement. Um, I got some other stuff up there. Big fan of yours, Doc. Love the work. Thank you. I appreciate all the support. Um, you know, you guys have really helped this channel grow overall and uh, helped my social media grow. And, uh, you know, I think we've been providing a lot of support to people uh, in this community. So, um, no, you guys make this awesome. Does your practice do shoulder replacements? Yes, uh, two of my partners do shoulder replacements. One's a uh, sports and one's a uh, hand and upper extremity specialist. What do you think of the Jiffy knee replacement? Uh, so Jiffy is just a mar uh, marketing term, um, you know, a knee replacements, uh, there's different types, there's more minimally invasive, there's different approaches, there's different implants, there's uh, posterior stabilized, there's cruciate retaining, um, one takes a little more bone, there's, uh, uh, Jiffy is just kind of a coined marketing term. Should I find another doctor? I'm in so much pain I can barely walk. Sometimes it's helpful to get second opinions for conditions, definitely. You know, even third opinions if you don't like what you hear. Do gel shots work? I have patients who get relief from gel shots. I would say gel shots are probably like a, 
uh, 30 to 50% chance that they work. They're not as good as cortisone, but they are another option to try and buy some time, try and prevent needing a joint replacement operation. I do, uh, I will do gel injections in the knee. How do I fix my joints from cracking and popping? My joints crack and pop, so uh, I wouldn't say that it's abnormal to have joints that crack and pop. Um, but yeah. Tips for a super flared iliopsoas. Um, so iliopsoas helps to flex, uh, flex up your hip. You know, I would probably, uh, if you heard it in the gym doing like lower extremity exercises or squats, I would probably do some activity modification. You could do some icing, uh, some rest and, uh, anti-inflammatories and then see if it gets better. Is cortisone worse for the joint in the long run? If you inject too much of it, it can create cartilage thinning. Um, I usually try to space them out three to six months apart um, so you don't get that effect. What do I think of neurosurgery? I think we need neurosurgeons. Um, you know, every specialty is needed. You have not gotten any question wrong. <laughs> well, I don't really have someone here to fact check me, but you know, this is what I do for a living. And uh, I did a, I've uh, done a lot of orthopedic training over the years. And uh, you know, being in the specialty for such a long time, you uh, tend to know these things and you do these things on a day-to-day basis. So it's, it's just like a normal, normal work for me, normal day for me. Um, <clears throat> My doctor says to wait on a bone spur being removed, but it seems to have grown. A bone spur is usually an underlying sign that something else is going on, like an underlying sign of instability or tendonitis or inflammation. So, you know, I would say what's the underlying sign and why are you getting that bone spur? Why why is it getting bigger and trying to treat the underlying uh, issue? Why did you choose ortho? I love doing operations where I can fix someone. Uh, like fix a hip or fix a knee and get them up, get them walking again. They've been debilitated, improve their quality of life. It's not like treating cancer or diabetes where it's long-term medical management. It's surgical fixation and that part's very enjoyable. You know, patients get better, they get better uh, sooner. What do you think of using orthopedic equipment in dentistry now? Um, You know, if you didn't know, a lot of the implants and techniques that we used in orthopedic actually very early on came from dentistry like bone cement that was uh, the dentist some of the materials like um, cobalt chrome and uh, which was initially something called vitalium um, was actually developed by the dentist Um, so i wouldn't say it's so much using orthopedic equipment in dentistry there's a very close overlap you know bones and teeth are very similar and um, so there's a lot of uh, techniques that are shared between the two is a pain stimulator safe for chronic pain? Uh, it depends where the pain's from. The pain stimulator can sometimes distract you from the pain and that can be helpful. I have a, a medial meniscal tear and the skin shows fluid, but no visible tear. What would you do? Um, it's hard to say, you know, the best treatment if you're not getting better could be what's called diagnostic arthroscopy where we're sticking a camera in your knee and just looking around. Um, they could do another procedure uh, called a MRI arthrogram where they inject some dye into your uh, knee at the same time they do the scan and that usually shows the meniscus a little better but um, I, it may be better just to opt for going in there with a the camera. My left hip gives out on the left side. <clears throat> Let's see. Left hip gives out on the left side 
And on the right side, I have a torn meniscus. Which one? Uh, which one should you do first? Um, it depends what's going on. If you have a hip arthritis, you know that can be pretty debilitating meniscal tear. You know, you may have to work when you have an injury. It's very common. What I see is people have an injury on one side of their body. They're recovering from that and they tend to have a flare up on the other side of their body. It's very, very common. So it's hard to rehab two things at once, but patients have to do that a lot of the time. <clears throat> oh, but thanks for all the questions. I appreciate all the support. Is a brace required for a healing L2 uh, vertebrae fracture? Usually for my patients, no. Thoughts on cobalt po poisoning? Cobalt poisoning was from something called metal-on-metal -metal implants. We're not really using metal-on-metal -metal implants um, anymore, so it's not a big issue. Yeah, arthrograms hurt. You know, they have to stick a needle, inject some dye in there, so I agree. Don't get that unless it's needed, but if they can't see it and, uh, you know, on a regular MRI and you're still having issues, it's an option. Well, wearing a knee brace in the long term result in atrophy of the tissues in the surrounding knee. It depends how long you wear it for. I usually tell my patients just to wear their braces during heavy activity. It depends on the injury specifically. A brace stiffens up the knee. It can potentially make muscles weaker, you know. Um, so that could be a downside of a brace. You're trading less motion for pain relief and stability. Um, so it's something to think about, um, but it can be helpful in a short term period. My MRI is pretty bad with the meniscus squeezed to the side of my knee. I'm seeing a surgeon soon. You know, if it's extruded, there could be more going on. Um, you know, they're probably, and if it's torn and extruded, they're probably going to want to go in there with a camera. I got a hip infraction from an arthrogram. I now have a hip replacement at 29. That's uh, pretty crazy. Um, I would say that's a very rare um, thing to happen, you know, but it goes to show that at no procedure in medicine is without risks. Um, you know, I'd be curious, were there other reasons, um, you know, any other uh, health conditions that maybe make you more prone to infection, but I would say uh, infection from, a, uh, from an arthrogram is very, very rare. If you replace the hip on one side, what are those statistics of needing to replace it on the other side? It depends what the cause is, meaning if it's a traumatic hip injury and it was just one side, then you may never need it. If you have a good history of, uh, a big history of, fa uh, family history of arthritis, then, you know, you may need it. If you have a dysplastic hip, which means the hip didn't form right, or you have impingement in the hip, then it may be a high, high likelihood that you may need it on the other side. <clears throat> I have bad arthritis in the hip and um, have been on uh, bed rest for over a month now. My dad... Uh, my doctor said I shouldn't, sounds like, ha uh, have the pain. You know, if it's bad arthritis and it's that bad where you can't even walk, that makes you prone to pneumonia, blood clots, bed sores. You could always get a second opinion if you don't like what your doctor says. <clears throat> I had a total knee a few years ago at 35. Uh, hopefully you're recovering well. You know, it sounds like your knee was probably pretty bad if they were doing it at 35. Um, that's a pretty young age to have a knee replacement, but um, I've done patients that young, but it was usually in very severe cases. I've had two hip replacements. I have a trainer to make me more mobile. Is that good for me? Yes. I love patients with uh, personal trainers. They really tend to work hard with physical therapy and they tend to push them, which is good. I really want to be an orthopedic surgeon, but I'm scared of the schooling. Any tips? 
No, it's just you have to kind of grind it out. And um, it's a long road. It's a long journey. Um, you know, uh, you know, ask yourself, I would definitely shadow some doctors and see if it's for you. Shadow some surgeons if that's what you want to do. Um, try and get a feel. You don't, you know, once you get into like med school, you have to take out a bunch of loans. And once you take out loans, you know, you have to complete your, there's no real turning back. So, you know, make sure it's what you want to do. Um, you know, there's other lifestyles and other career choices that can be, um, rewarding as well, but, you know, being, becoming a doctor and becoming a surgeon can take a lot of work. Um, and it's not getting easier. It's only getting harder and more competitive. Total knee at 33, hip at 40, still so much pain. I would probably get a second opinion, make sure nothing's loose or infected. Appreciate all the support. Um, you guys have been great. I'm going to go ahead and sign off for tonight, but I'll try and do a couple more of these uh, these talks. If you guys didn't get a question answered, uh, my link is in my bio. Join my Discord. Drop a question in there. I'll try and get to it later tonight. It's matthewharbmd.com slash links, and I'm going to start doing more of these live sessions. So appreciate all the questions. Hope everyone has a great night.